Think your children are healthy on world standards? Well, think again. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here is your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. If you are like me, being an American is a source of great pride, a country that is full of generous, kind, empathetic people. To me, it seems like we have always been the first to arrive when others need help. We freely give our energy and our wealth when others are in need. So why is it that when our own children need our help, we are often slow to take action? For reasons I'm about to describe to you, I believe our children need our help now. In many respects, as I'm about to show you, our children's physical and mental health are crumbling on world standards, and it is up to us to do something about it. The need for action is immediate and vital to our children's future. In today's podcast, I'm going to challenge you and myself to take action. So stay tuned for this important edition of Portable Practical Pediatrics. I started this podcast eight years ago to help inform parents about child health topics, to help them raise healthy children. I am proud of the fact that my longtime listeners are some of the best informed parents out there. But so many parents don't have a clue that many of the everyday decisions they are making for their children are really hurting their children. Newsflash, the state of well-being, both physically and mentally, of American children seems to be on a steep downward trajectory. Not for all children, but for many of them. To show you what I'm talking about, let's take some accepted clear markers of health and wellness and see where American children are today compared to children around the world, shall we? Dubious honor number one, high obesity rates. We've all heard about the obesity epidemic among American children, but do you really understand the magnitude of the crisis? 31% of children overweight and 17% frankly obese? Our children are off the chart outliers on world standards when it comes to obesity. You can easily see this by looking at the obesity rates among 15-year-olds by country. And remember, their obesity is likely to translate into a whole host of physical problems for them as they age. Said another way, these children's obesity may ruin their chances of having a healthy adult life. We are already beginning to see indications of this. Consider the following facts. The average life expectancy of Americans has begun to fall for the past three years running. This is unprecedented. Until recently, children just didn't develop diseases like type 2 diabetes during childhood. Now it's fairly common because of the obesity epidemic. Children have started developing a newly recognized obesity-associated chronic liver disease called NASH, or non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. Again, this is only seen in very overweight children. And it's now 
fairly common for children to have weight-associated orthopedic problems like hip fractures during their childhoods. Again, this is almost always weight-associated and a relatively new phenomenon. And finally, let's not forget the explosion of childhood allergic diseases we are seeing in the U.S. Asthma, food allergy, allergic rhinitis, and eczema. And many experts think this is directly linked to the obesity epidemic. You see a pattern here? Well, all of these have been linked to diet, lack of exercise, and lifestyle. Dubious honor number two, poor physical fitness. Now let's switch gears and talk about another parameter of health in childhood, physical fitness. The news is not good here either. American children rank 47th out of 50 in a recent British medical journal assessment of physical fitness. That's an abysmal showing. Here's a quote from that study in the British Medical Journal. Our study showed that the fittest kids were from Africa and Central Northern Europe, while the least fit were from South America. America finished at the back of the pack, ranked 47th out of 50, well behind the fittest children who came from Tanzania, Iceland, and Estonia, and only just in front of the least fit children, those from Mexico, Peru, and Latvia. End of quote. What does this really mean for these kids as they get older? Nothing good, since there's a strong relationship between physical fitness in youth and longevity. As I have often discussed with parents, if a child's not fit when they're young, when in their lives will they ever be fit? The answer is probably never. Dubious honor number three, high consumption rate of processed foods. Well, I think it's fair to say that Americans invented processed foods, and we certainly hold the honor of consuming the most of them. This dubious honor certainly dovetails with the obesity epidemic, but I thought it was important enough to point out that it got its own dubious honor. Even our grandmothers knew that processed fast food was not good for her kids, but now we have reams of scientific studies that have proven that she was right. And you know it, American children are the kings and queens of processed food consumption on world standards. But the rest of the world is catching up quickly, according to a report from the Global Panel Agriculture and Food Nutrition Systems. And they are beginning to see all the disease processes that Americans have become all too familiar with. Diabetes, hypertension, obesity, chronic liver disease, and cardiovascular diseases. Need I say more? Dubious honor number four, falling life expectancy. Well, as I told you before, life expectancy in the United States has fallen for the past three years running. Uh, Something I've talked about in a post I did in April of 2019. There are lots of reasons for this, uh, but obesity epidemic and obesity-related diseases are certainly a big part of what we're seeing, along with an increasing suicide rate uh, coupled with the opioid epidemic. Dubious honor number five, rising adolescent suicide rate. Well, the adolescent suicide rate is clearly a measure of mental health in children, and here we have good and bad news. American teens, 
according to a 2005 study, were not a standout on this measurement back in 2005, according to this study in world psychiatry. If we use this as a measure of mental health, back then American children were doing okay on world standards, with the world average being 7.4 suicides per 100,000 children and the U.S. having 8 per 100,000 children. But as we have moved into the 21st century, suicides uh, among adolescents in the United States has risen, as you can see from this more recent study that is in the SMO notes. The graph is confusing, but pick out the black line with the diamonds that represents the 15 to 24-year-olds, and you'll see a very definite uptick. Now, with the rate uh, in the United States being 14.46 per 100,000 children uh, committing suicide. Dubious honor number six, percentage of infants exclusively breastfed for the first six months of their lives. Well, we know from thousands of medical studies that breastfeeding babies gives them nutritionally the best start they can get. So why is it that American children are shortchanged in this respect? Well, look at the chart in my SMO notes, and you can see how poorly we are doing on this parameter of child health relative to the rest of the world. We're just not breastfeeding our babies as much as the rest of the world. Dubious honor number seven, deaths and injuries from accidental violence, including those from guns. Well, no discussion of child well-being can avoid talking about injuries and deaths from accidents. Children are far more likely to die from accidental trauma than from all other causes, including birth defects, cancers, and infectious diseases combined. Don't believe that? Just look at the graph in my snow notes. What you see is that the death of a U.S. child is likely to be from an accidental injury, be it either a car accident or a gun accident or a drowning uh, or a bike accident, not from a disease. And actually, while we are talking about it, the evidence shows that auto engineers and legislators have done a great job of making cars safer for kids, but not from protecting them from accidental gun violence uh, and other injuries where we are off the scale on world standards. Just check out the graph that's in the, in the show notes. Well, I didn't take the time to point out the problems that American youth have to make you feel bad. No, I did it to get folks to take some action. And if you think about it, all the above problems have their roots in parenting decisions uh, of which parents have control. Your children's health and well-being depend on you making good decisions now. If you're taking the time to listen to a podcast about child health, chances are you're already making good parenting decisions for your children. But I'll bet many people you know aren't. And until every parent knows how important it is to make good parenting decisions for their kids, we are going to just tread water and our our children are going to suffer. What should parents do, you ask? Well, here's my short list. Eliminate as much processed food in your children's diet as you can and teach your children the difference between real foods and processed foods. Cook with your children when they're old enough. Uh, Everyone will have fun during the cooking activity, doing this together, and your children will learn how to handle real food, and they will even learn some math and measuring skills. Pay attention to your children's BMI and take it seriously. 
if they start moving towards obesity. Chubby is not cute when it comes to long-term health. Turn off those screens and push your kids outside. Childhood was meant to be spent outdoors, not in front of a screen. And while you're at it, get outside and play with them yourselves. Going somewhere with your children? Well, whenever possible, walk or ride a bike. You will have fun and it will uh, give you some together time with your kids. Stay in touch with your teen's feelings by chatting frequently. Don't shy away from conversations about feelings. If you get an indication that your teen is having hopeless feelings or they're having behavioral changes that are drastic, get them some help. Take it seriously. Breastfeed your babies as long as possible. Breast milk really sets children up for a healthy life from the get-go. As the Academy of Pediatrics says, quote, make every ride a safe ride, end of quote. When it comes to moving around in cars, take the time to get your children properly restrained in the proper part of your car. And make sure your children get swim lessons until they become good swimmers, until they are safe in deep water without any flotation devices. And make sure your children wear a protective helmet whenever they roll on anything on their own. And finally, if you're going to have guns around your house, make sure they're locked, handled with ultimate care, and stored properly. Well, making things better for today's children is everyone's responsibility. If one of the most generous, literate, and wealthiest people on earth can't do this, who can? And look at the to-do list I just made for you. All really doable with some motivation and energy. We can all do better, especially if you understand how important the stakes are. Your children's current and future health. Come on, America. Let's do this. Well, that's it for this edition of Portable Practical Pediatrics. If you value the information you hear on this podcast, consider liking our Facebook page. That's docsmo.com Facebook page or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And by all means, send in your comments and share episodes with friends and family. We love to hear from you. This is Dr. Paul Smolin, you know, Docsmo, hoping your children will always have a wealth of health. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music. Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry and Wendy Smolin Esquire, and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the Doxmo.com website. This Doxmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.